1: Good morning, everyone. This morning, John and I are going to talk about contractors and what do you do when you have a contractor that is not meeting their performance expectations? This is something that we're hearing a lot about. And I think what's happening is as more and more vacation home rentals come on the market, there's just not enough of the trades, enough of these contractors to go around So they're making commitments and making promises and now they're falling short. So if you're that owner, what the heck do you do? (laughs) Yeah. John, what do you think? I think it's all about expectations. I like that word
2: (laughs) expectations, but a contractor could be anyone. Um, First, it's probably your cleaner or your handy person a co-host, like a local contact you have helping you host guests or someone doing renovations or your furniture, your design company, but it's all the same. You need to understand how to deal with people because dealing with people is so important. If you haven't read, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, I totally recommend that book because it it highlights like how important it is to deal with people even when they're not performing. Um, And I'd like to open up with like, say your expectation is um, of your cleaner um, to prepare it guest ready every time to not have complaints to make that place sparkle. But the floors are kind of sticky. The countertops are rough when you run your hand across it. um, The toilets could be cleaner. Um it's important that you set expectations with them the right way but you're careful to criticize constructively that you're not you know like saying you did this wrong you did this wrong you're horrible because that doesn't win any friends and it will just make the people working for you resent you it's all about how you deliver the criticism because you need to tell the truth you need to give constructive criticism to help people grow but I like to use this sounds super weird, but like the compliment sandwich, like you say something great they did and in the middle you give the constructive criticism like you could work on this and you wrap up with how much you appreciate them. That's personally what I use because you're letting people know how much you appreciate them, but you're delivering that much needed criticism. Now, when things get like really, really bad and they're not performing at all. Um, yes, you have to have like that talk. Because you you don't want to keep a contractor on board that's just not cutting it because it will hurt your business in the long run. Uh, What do you think, Tim?
1: Yeah, I've always addressed and approached um, relationships with contractors and vendors. I, I think of it really as a partnership. And I'll use pool companies as an example, because in Central Florida... Wow, it's getting harder and harder to find yeah. good pool companies. So, I've always thought of it as a partnership. So, I'm I'm calling around. I'm looking for a pool partner that I want to work with. I read the agreement, we talk about what they're what services they're going to provide and what they're going to perform when they're at the at the home. Well, I make sure that's in the agreement. And then if they fall short one day, you know, don't overreact. That's going to happen. Just kind of expect it's going to happen from time to time. They're dealing with humans on their side, and not everyone has a great day. So, you know, one day that pool cleaning company doesn't perform to your expectations or to the agreement, don't overreact. Don't fire them because now you got to start all over again. <laughs> yep. Reach out and have the conversation. You know, talk about where the, performance fell short of your expectations get their commitment that they're going to do better and really approach it as a partnership but here's the other piece of advice i would offer is if you've had that conversation 3 or 4 times once you become confident that you're not going to be able to resolve the issues with this particular vendor start looking for a secondary and a and a tertiary option so that one day you don't find yourself without that pool cleaning company. So, you know, prepare, prepare in advance. If you get the sense that you're not going to be able to remedy the issue with your current vendor so that you can make a change and that you do it the right way and don't burn bridges. John, that's how I think about it.
2: No, that's that's exactly the right way to think about it. I want to just share a story that happened to me to give a real life example, too, but I had my house um, being constructed in Puerto Rico. And I had a contractor that was responsible for building concrete walls and putting a tile floor in, um, and this contractor, when he put in the tile floor, he didn't prep the floor properly. So he laid out all the tile without prepping the floor. Meaning if you took like a a pole and you tapped on the tile, you heard it shallow. Like, you know, you know, that would crack if something fell on it, the tiles would crack. So I highlighted, Hey, you know, like. This is was my expectation. this is what we talked about would be done, but it obviously wasn't done right Now we have to remove all of the tile right and relay it down so before we continue with the project, are you willing to fix this because if you're not willing to fix this, I need to find someone who's going to do it the right way. Well, it's not so much of a comfortable conversation because that that would mean he'd have to pay for the materials. you know he'd have to do the work again. But the expectation was when you signed a contract that the job would be performed to a professional standard. A professional wouldn't lay tile like that. Right. So um it was an uncomfortable conversation. But the way I cut ties was saying, you know, no worries. I mean, if you're not going to deliver, I understand, but you know, we have to terminate the relationship because I'm giving you the opportunity to fix the, the job. But if you're not willing to fix the job, I need to find someone who's going to do it properly. Um and it was all about keeping a level head because trust me my head i was fuming but i held it in <laughs> i had to basically you know take a breather you know not overreact keep a level head and let them know what my expectation was once i delivered the expectation i gave them time a whole day to give me a response to it and we had a conversation it wasn't like complaining it wasn't you know saying you did everything bad it's saying this was my expectation this is what I expected to be delivered. This is what actually happened. Are you able to fix this? If you're not able to fix this, I'm going to have to find a contractor that's going to be able to do it the right way. And it's totally okay to do that, but it's all in your delivery. You want to keep a level head, you want to keep cool, and you want to make sure that you're doing things a logical way and not the emotional way. Um, and that's how I handle things. But that same technique, you can apply it to any contractor with your short term rental. And you, you have to remember you're dealing with people. And people have ego and people, you know, they have feelings too. So you can't think like a robot and say, hey, you did a bad job. Like I'm going to find someone. You have to think like a human because you're dealing with people and just make sure you give them appreciation to when they do a great job because it's really important. Um, Anything to add, Tim?
1: Yeah, you know, John, the one thing that I would add is there are some contractors that usually represent, you know, large sums of money when you're furnishing your vacation rental or maybe you're remodeling a couple of rooms It's always good also at the very front end of the conversation when you're deciding which contractors to use is really understand what the expectations are. And I'll give you an example. Um, I'm remodeling a couple of bedrooms. And the first question I asked was, based on supply chain, what does delivery of furniture look like? Because that is usually the biggest disappointment is an owner signs a contract with a furniture and a designer and they find out that they can't get furniture for six months. Well, know that on the front end and don't let that become an issue with your contractor because that's just the reality of Mm -hmm. supply chain. So really get those expectations set early on, understand what the deliverables are, either agree to that or not. You can always look for another contractor if you need to. But really understand what those deliverables are on the front end and don't be frustrated down the road because you didn't ask the right questions on the front end. So that'd be something I'm going through that right now. And I just <laughs> wanted to offer it up that supply chain is still a challenge. So if you're furnishing or doing any type of uh, work in your vacation rental that requires supplies, furnishings, etc., cetera, supply chain is still a challenge. Understand what the deliverables are up front so you know what a Um, a rational expectation can be. Absolutely, Tim. Um, Because handling contractors, you're going to
2: deal with that throughout your entire life as a business person or a homeowner. So this is something that you want to practice. um, If you're not really great with people, you can get better at it. It's a learnable skill. (laughs) It's not like I have anger problems. No, you can get better at dealing with people. And there's lots of resources out there to help you do that. And dealing with contractors is just that you're dealing with people. And I'm understanding how to motivate people, appreciate people, and give them constructive criticism and cut ties with them when things are not doing so hot it's an important skill and if you're not willing to get good at it you know i don't know what to tell you (laughs) because it's like that's something you're gonna have to learn how to do as a business person or as a homeowner you just have to learn how to deal with this so um i'll try to put some more materials and resources in the show notes like books that i've read and like articles i've read that may be helpful in doing this but i guarantee you this won't be the last time tim and i do a talk about this right right tim We'll be doing this again.
1: (laughs) That's exactly right. It's going to be a a conversation we repeat many times.
2: Right on. So please rate, review, and subscribe if you like this episode. And everyone take care. If you need a new Airbnb cleaning service, Vacation Home Help connects highly talented cleaning professionals with high-performing hosts like yourself. Use coupon code
0: PODCAST for $50 off your first. Thanks for supporting us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Visit vacationhomehelp.com and click podcast for more resources on today's topic and more episodes that will help you level up your hosting skills. Let's get social. Connect with us today by joining our growing community of motivated owners at facebook.com groups vacationhomehelp. As a member, you will have access to sneak peeks and exclusive free resources. You can also connect with other owners with shared interests, learn from each other, the community, and from shared experiences. Again, thank you for supporting us. Until next time, take care.